What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. Everybody just calm down. Everybody, single file, one line, please be orderly. Have all of your questions and comments prepared. We don't have a lot of time. Nobody panic. Nobody freak out. But Aaron Anthony. So they say that's like as easy as riding a bike or something. What is as easy as riding a bike? Just when you go and do something again that you uh-huh. haven't done for a while. Right. But have you ever had an experience where you get on said something and uh-huh. you just totally forgot what you were doing? <laughs> like what? Like shoe the dough. I mean, oh! I'm kind of afraid I'm not going to remember how to do this thing. <laughs> I think it involves talking okay. and just kind of conversating. Oh. I think it pretty much just involves goofing off. I think that's pretty much all you have hey, to worry about. We may have goofed off a lot, but we we had some pretty great topics too. Like that was fun stuff. I had a good time. You ready to shoe a dough? I'm ready. Again? Again. Yeah, it's been a while, huh? Done your shoe the dough cape. It's time to fly. <laughs> Is that the Shoe the Dough Cape song? Apparently. <laughs> that just happened. <laughs> Two summers ago, right? Two summers ago. Now, wow. I had just come into the radio station about a year before that and met mm-hmm. Aaron for the first time. And we decided we wanted to just see what would happen if we did a podcast. Yeah, just a random podcast, you know, fun little things we couldn't do on the radio. Whatever and, we wanted to do. Yeah. And we had a great time and lots of people listened. Mm-hmm. And it, it was, was a- it was fun. And we're really excited because the project to us, or at least for me, I felt we were talking about topics that don't usually get touched on um, in certain mediums like radio, for example, but you can in podcast form because it's a longer form. So this sort of gives us a passion, an outlet for our passions. Plus, you come to this and you go get it. You know, we're not pushing this into your car or anything like this is something you have sought out. The and show. Are choosing to yeah, shoot the dough and mm-hmm. choosing to listen to, and so it allows us to be a little more direct and uh, you know a little more free form and open mm-hmm. and all those kind of things. So we're excited to get back into it. We'll probably revisit some of the stuff we did two years ago, just kind of catch up, little kickbacks. Yeah, because we love a lot of that stuff, but it's going to be a little bit different, just a little bit different. Because we're wearing different deodorant now. <laughs> The smell has changed. (laughs) I love that the references are all things that the listener has no ability to know. Like that I'm wearing a hand puppet right now? (laughs) Right, exactly. Well, hello there. Hello. I just love that your hand puppet is wearing different deodorant than you are. Of course I I am. (laughs) I think one of my favorite things about doing Shoe the Dough was Uh it was so random and so whatever and we didn't really think anybody was going to listen so I sort of just did stuff without uninhibited freedom uh-huh. and then to have it received and to have positive co- comments from the listeners i was so excited about that so it's been two years i wonder if i have built up like certain restraints you you think so i wonder i don't think so don't that know. doesn't strike me as something danae does build up <sighs> restraints i try to do what i'm asked to do and i try to be a good member of society but every once in a while <laughs> I can't help myself. 
I just have to be a little weird. So I was talking about ways this might be different. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the ways is we're going to go weekly. We were doing twice a week before, and we're going to do this once a week, but a little bit longer. So we'll keep it about under an hour, somewhere right around an hour, and we'll do this once a week. We'll oh, oh, I've got a question. Yeah, sure. Can we do something at the very beginning where we tell what's going to happen at a certain time? Like, for example, let's say we decide to do a random tandem, uh-huh. and we know that's 30 minutes in. What if they want to hear that first? Do we say start here and then the random tandem starts? Well, we still should have the website. And so we'll have show notes at the website that'll tell you when stuff starts. And so, so we're going to have a table of contents. Yeah, it'll be a very simple table of contents. We'll always start with a story or something Wait like that second. or some story time. And Wait a second. Okie dokie. Are we going to have to update the website again? Because that was my responsibility. <laughs> oh, hey, today. Yes, uh, By the way, we're going to need to be some website updating. I can do it. I can do it. So, yes. So, we'll hit a couple things every episode. So, where we used to do just like New Music Digest for one episode. This episode, for instance, we'll have a New Music Digest and we'll have something else. So, in fact, for this episode, actually, it's some further content about one of the topics we kind of got talking about in our show that we do on the radio. And soon we're going to be talking about our phobias. Mine include sharks and bears. Really? We are? Mm-hmm. I didn't, ha- I didn't know that was on the list. Wait, just check that one off. Okay. <laughs> we never have to come back to that one again. <laughs> I just needed to list two phobias. That's all I needed to do. No need to go into exploration. Just needed to mention that sharks and bears. Hey, if you want to know more about my phobia, you just let me know. You can tweet me at Danae Says or you can message us from any website. Did you know there is a shark called the bear shark? No, but like the vision I have in my mind is not okay. Okay, but it's a better vision than the shark bear. Because shark bears on land? Right. Yeah. (laughs) I need to go get my conceal and carry. (laughs) I've just decided. (laughs) What kind of weapon would take out a shark bear? A harpoon gun. Duh. <laughs> it's pretty That's obvious. Right. Mind land and sea. <laughs> Come on, Aaron. Uh, did we, were we supposed to be doing something? We're shooing a doe. All right. So let's kick it off with some New Music Digest. So this is when we listen to three new albums. And as we listen to the first three songs, we commentate on our thoughts. And then we decide on our favorite album and we pick another song to play. If you go listen back to the very first New Music Digest. It was a bit mind blowing. You, you'll know that the, the term digest actually comes from digestion. <sighs> we were talking about eating the music then digesting it. We went too far. We, d- <laughs> I mean, did we go too far? Talking no, about we- bodily function is not <laughs> abnormal. This is, you know, it's not, this is a normal thing. People just, we talk, there's, at least in my group of friends, we talk about this kind of stuff. Yeah, we're going to be ourselves on Shoe the Dough. And when we're hanging out with friends. I will tell you this. Stuff comes up. My book club friends. Mm-hmm. We lovingly refer to it as the Minds Poo Book Club <laughs> instead of the Minds Brew Book Club. Why is that? Because inevitably something comes up about poo <laughs> every single time. And that group of friends are all Christian going women. These are church going Christian women. These people love Jesus. They love Jesus, but they also talk about poo. So your book club is doing the retrospective of A.A. Milne. What? A.A. Milne. What? The author of the Winnie the Pooh books. 
man. <laughs> Sometimes I am pretty sure I'm like, man, I was sharp as a tack. I was keeping up with Aaron that day. And then you go and throw that out. I should have known that. I love Winnie the Pooh. Are we going oh, yes. to do a new music digest? Sure. Let's do All right. this. So we'll kick it off with this one. Got a red eye on, got a red eye on, I got a red eye on, gonna bring it on like a war machine. He has a red eye on. Uh-huh. Is this a song about pink eye? <laughs> I don't think so. You can face the pain like a war machine. Yeah, man up. Pink eye is no joke. It's very aggressive. It is. There's a message here. Machines don't feel emotion, okay? Mm-hmm. You just gotta deal. Yeah, if you're a machine and you get pink eye, you just keep going. That's right. You just battle on. Robot. Alright, song number fire. two. Okay. That was unexpected. Do you think it's dangerous to have clapping in songs? It makes the crowd want to clap, and I don't like live clapping. Mm. Do you? It gives the crowd permission to do something they might mess up. I've found it's much better when you go to a live show to hand out mittens. Mittens. Just in case they want to clap, then you can't even hear it. (laughs) Muffled (laughs) clapping. It won't mess anything up. (laughs) I don't like this. You don't? I don't like the the simplicity of the... uh, He's just saying stuff. There's no melodic quality to it yet. It's spoken. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't mind spoken, but at least vary the the rhythm or something. Okay, let's go to the next one. This one's called Born This Way. Okay. It's a Lady Gaga cover. <laughs> it is not... What if it was? It is awkward whenever you have a name for a song and then uh-huh. someone else comes out with it and they have a big sure. hit. I wrote a song called Breathe right as the song came out called Breathe and I was like, oh, I missed them. <laughs> Not that I'm signed to a label or anything. Not that Breathe is an uncommon word. Right. I, know. I know. It was probably already the 16th Ugh. or 17th song named Breathe. kind of old school yeah i was just thinking that yeah almost classic rock it is i feel like the instruments are tight like i feel like mm-hmm. it's very well produced and the music seems to be all about like you can't stop me it's very like bold in your face i'm myself creative uh, lyricism there you can't stop me we can't be stopped also there will be no stopping of us 
This should be a song about all the different ways you can say you can't stop me. Or us. <laughs> Just the different variations. Stopping is not something you will be able to do to someone like me. <laughs> do you know who this is? No, I don't. It's Thousand Foot Crutch. Is it? Yes, yeah, their new album. Is this very different from what they normally do? I think so. It feels a little more like they wanted to go... 90s rock? Yeah. yeah. Or even just really more of an aggressive rock. Mm-hmm. They really had embraced a lot of kind of the techno, you know, poppy stuff in yeah, some of the Yeah, it feels more like Metallica in a way. Yes. Yeah, Doesn't absolutely. It? Yeah. Which isn't bad. I like no, Metallica. No. And it's interesting. They seem to be zigging when everybody else is zagging. You know, EDM is starting to become kind of a big deal mm-hmm. they're moving away from that and going just old school organic rock and roll hey if your passion is this then follow your passion right absolutely. you don't have to follow trends they can't we can't stop them if we wanted to that was to. a little nice little breath break they took their yeah never once <sighs> you gotta do that all right all right that was thousand foot crutch so what do you think about that one? Oh wait should we talk about them all at the end yeah let's talk about them all at the all end. right all right we'll go to the second one you ready ready here it goes Definitely different than the first one. I am guilty. Ooh, it's pretty so far. Ashamed of what I've done, what I've become. It's like a little Fiona Appley. Mm-hmm. I love that you said Appley. It's very, uh, it's very hymn-like. Yeah. Well, it feels like a hymn. You plead my cause. Ooh. Ooh. You break my chains. You yeah. overcome. Sing it, girl. You gave your life to give I love how it builds in the background. You say that yeah, you can feel it coming, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There goes the chills. <laughs> she is obviously a belter. This is uh, Lauren Daigle, by the way. Lauren Daigle. So this is somebody who's like a power singer. Like you can feel it like from the inside. Yeah, she can push it out. Yeah. I can't do that. But what's nice is it comes as almost a surprise because it starts with this. Which is, so she can do both. Which is very, very nice. Also, I like the tone of her voice. Let's go to the next song. All right. Not that I want to. Well, but in fairness, too, you're friends with Lauren. So I do know Lauren. This is an interesting little experiment. How quickly did but you know I it was her? I, I knew when she first started singing that it was her, but I hadn't heard this version yet. I purposely didn't listen to the whole thing. There's a little bit of groove to this one. A little bit of pop. It's also got the background where you can hear... There's a little synth in there. You hear that? Yeah, there's synth, and then you can also, like, in the background, she's got the vocals moving. Mm-hmm. Sounds good. Kind of stripped it down. 
I like it because you can hear the lyrics. Yeah, I was just thinking when it stripped down in the chorus, like I'm missing like a lot of the stuff that was there in the in the you verses. Want to keep going. I, I want some of this, maybe like halfway through the chorus, bring some of that stuff back. You know, but here it Probably comes. Right here. Right, exactly. Like you build that in a little. I didn't longer. mind it like stripping down, yeah. but like like it felt like maybe it could have oh. come back. There's that some of that stuff you're hearing. Well, this is a variety. Now they're ah. varying some of that stuff in the back. Still stripped some a little this, bit. Yeah. No, it's good though. Want to hear the third one? Ready. I think her Christmas song was on this album. Is it really? Yeah, she's got a song. Light of the world. Yeah, light yeah, of the world. Yeah, that's on there. I think it's it's just like a six, five or six song EP. So. By the way, with New Music Digest, we do albums that just come out this, this week. week or the week before. That kind of thing. It seems there's so much we have lost as we look down the road where all the Boy, she's definitely got a sound. Like, she's definitely got a distinctive voice, which is good. You want to stand out like that. Yeah, she's got a voice where you know her when she comes on the radio. Right. So I want to hear more about this process for you, knowing her. Well, I want you to be quiet so I can hear her. <laughs> That's not what we do. I'm kind of more... This in, is New Music no, Digest. You asked we me. You asked don't me. Don't do that. No, <laughs> it's it, like, it, we get to a friend of today and it's like, hey, would you shut up? I'm trying to listen to her music. <laughs> it's not fair. I know. <laughs> I love... Well, I love her tone. And... Ooh, I like that. Yeah, good course. Got a little melisma there too. So yeah, that's good. Yeah. That that moves really well. Yeah. So what were we gonna say? Um. Well, there's a couple things I think of. One is um, I've heard her sing live too, and she's this good in person too so yeah. I, I'm like listening to how it sounds whenever it's produced and I'm liking how they really captured her talent because yeah. I have heard her sing in person which was awesome and I also I really like the lyrics I thought they were that was good yeah I think I, I love it um, let's just be honest also I'm glad it wasn't horrible <laughs> that's that what I wondered put me like... in a really awkward situation <laughs> where I'd be like uh, yeah that was really hey, Lauren love that we got to hang out and stuff but so uh, that perhaps, album um... perhaps a vocal coach would work for you hey remember when I said I did a podcast well, I don't want you to I listen I don't do a podcast <laughs> <laughs> it does not exist do not listen to this episode no I was really pleased to be able to hear her okay what's next though I don't want to hold this up while talking about Lauren alright I mean so... I can talk about it forever if I wanted to on to number three. She got long hair. <laughs> she got she got pretty face. <laughs> she got talent. Another brand new album. Here's track number one. Ooh, I love piano. Mm-hmm. Piano can do so many intricate, beautiful melodies. And it's been almost abandoned in pop music. I don't know what he just said. <laughs> door was open, leave and stay. Would you leave or would you stay okay. if the door were open? Still don't know who this is. Uh-huh. Really impressed with the vocal sound. Yeah. 
this like you this. too? No. Who is this? Hold on. Oh, I thought we were going into a big chorus. Yeah, this is a brand new album from Four King and Country. Oh. It's called Run Wild, Live Free, but Strong. Yeah. So, and I, yeah, I, love I like this, it so far. Yeah, I love the artistry here. Nice. Chalk one up for unique harmony. Right. What if he's doing his own harmony or if that's another band member? This is good, but I'm waiting good for instinct. it. I'm waiting for it to engage. Like I'm, I still don't feel like it's like pushed yet. Like there's the drum drive. is picking up. I know there's the drive. Let's listen. Let's listen. Yeah. Okay. There we go. Yeah. I like it. All right. Number two. Oh, this is a this is a prelude to the song. This is a great prelude. So when does the song kick in? In about uh, about uh, ten seconds. Nope. So this is when they're all like twenty seconds, building it all up. And I should say, you may want to skip this one because I think we're both very familiar with it and both really love this song. I could be wrong. We'll let, we'll go ahead and go into it. But I don't. Have we done that before? Where we know a song. Wow. Hey, Aaron, we can make up the rules, man. This is our podcast. Here, here it goes. Here it goes. That's an odd prelude, right? Yeah. It didn't, didn't fit right. Is that a bagpipe? <laughs> yes, it is. For real? For real. I want one. I love this song. I, I really love this song. Yeah, we should skip it. Uh, can we get to the chorus? Can we just listen to the chorus and we'll just we won't count it? I know, but I just want to listen to it. Coming to the best part. I cannot sing this song. <laughs> all right, we'll go to the next one. All right, all right, all right. We won't count that one. No, that one counts. Does it count? But that counts. All right. We went we went long enough that had to count. Okay, and this is number three. Get you know, you're not off with asking about U2. They do have kind of that feel to them a well, little bit. Well, I know bit. their album popped. I did popped know. or dropped? That's what I meant to say, but we're going to go with popped. <laughs> okay. I like your version better. It popped out. Yeah, the U2 album just came out, but so did this. This one's called To the Dreamers. I like how they change their melodies and such. Like, 
it kind of keeps introducing. Ooh, that's good. That's good. It's almost like you don't quite know what to expect. You just don't quite know where it's going to go. Yeah. Oh. That's nice. I like that. That was good. I'm going to love this album. Now what do we do? Now we, we, we gotta pick. Stop. We, we gotta pick. pick. Okay, 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 okay. 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 So we gotta, we've got, we got a thousand stop. foot crutch. We've got Lauren Daigle, mm -hmm. and we've got For King and Country, and then we pick one of those albums to listen to a fourth song. I'm sorry, Lauren. I'm going with King and Country. Yeah, King me Country. too. Yeah. I want. Okay, I want to hear fourth song from King and Country. Okay. But now, do we pick just the next song in line? Mm -hmm. Yep. Okay. Well, because okay. we don't know what the other ones are. I mean, we, we can choose one random like. Okay. Do you want to choose random like? Yes. Okay. Pick a number between one and seven. Four. All right. Here it is. Yeah, I just like their musicality. I love their choices. And they're doing something different in each of the songs that I've heard. But it's still them. But it's still, still them. There's a consistency. Hey, not everybody has rhythm. <laughs> hey, I, you're a little out of key, but you're always singing. I, I hey, I make I, it a all, joyful all noise. This, all of a sudden, I'm not feeling me. good about myself. Really I'm sorry, I can't hear you. You turn the music up really loud. <laughs> Their stuff is really anthemic, too. You know what I'm saying? I feel like what they're trying to tell you in this song is that you don't got to be, like, standards of society. Just right. Be young at heart and be yourself. Keep going, like pursuing. That. Yeah. Long live. Is yeah. The song, so. Good stuff. Yeah, so if you want to check more of that out, that's for King and Country. Run wild, live free, love strong. Also, I say we recommend uh, Lauren Daigle as well. That was really good. Oh, uh, yeah. And Thousand Foot Crutch even, I thought was a good week. Kind of had three good albums this time. We did. You know what? You can tell us what your favorite album was, and we will send it to you. That's what we'll do. We'll send you a link on Spotify. We will, we we will send you a copy. <gasps> you know, let's take a moment here and have a, a, a teaching moment. Oftentimes, when you work with someone, you should probably clear things in advance. <laughs> but that's just not always how things work with Aaron and I. <laughs> We're giving stuff away. Is that okay, Aaron? Is that all right? I, is that yeah, okay? I already said it. Sorry uh, about that. Uh, okay. <laughs> Moving okay. on. <laughs> I've seen life through the eyes of a different soul. Sweet. So we've said hello. We've done a new music, new music digest. Let's dig a little deeper. Yeah, so recently we had a conversation, and it kind of went on and on and on, but we still found it interesting. <laughs> this is that moment, y'all, when we just go ahead and share it, see what you think. Yeah, we got talking a little deep. So we're going to have a little bit of a longer form conversation here on the podcast about our thoughts on some judgment in our society. One thing we'd like to do as Shoe the Dough starts back up and gets back out there is we have sometimes when we're recording stuff for the shows that we do mm -hmm. where we kind of go off yeah we have it a longer goes a little conversation bit longer. now we know that on some radio signals it might actually work 
<laughs> but for the most part, you know, our radio shows. They want to play music. They want to play music. Right. And so, we don't blame them. So no, we keep things stuff. to around a minute or so. Mm-hmm. And then they can get back to the music. But sometimes it just goes a little bit deeper than that. And this is one of those conversations that happened recently mm-hmm. that we wanted to share with you. And it's on judgment and sports and who knows all the things it went into. Yeah, but it kind of goes into the digital age. And anyway. yeah, we find it really interesting. And if you do, too, want to leave comments. You should definitely uh, comment on our website, on our podcast. So check it out. U2's album popping up on your iTunes automatically has us thinking a little bit about privacy and technology. I'm not much of a privacy guy. I've kind of made peace with the fact in this world that we don't have privacy anymore. It seems that way. I have this little thing in the back of my mind, even if I'm sending a private text message, that it's public. I just always have that. Screenshot. Post to Facebook. Right. Post to wherever. I just had a conversation uh, with someone who wanted to get Snapchat on their phone. And I was kind of advising them. It was a teenager. And I was advising them that might not be a good idea. And they said, well, what's bad about that? And I said, well, stuff goes away. And so it gives opportunity you know, to participate in things you might not participate in otherwise. Snapchat's dangerous. And he looked at me. And he said, you back off. And he slapped you. <laughs> yes. That was exactly, so rude. That was very rude of him. But after the sting wore off, he actually <laughs> had words to say. He said, no, he said, Snapchat, you are silly if you think that that stuff's gone. He said, first of all, screen captures. Hello. Second of all, the company just admitted that they keep stuff on their servers for a period of time anyway. Okay, impressed that he knew that. That's what I, I was like, but, good for you. But, you know, that's the thing about technology is if you really want to know about privacy, you will read every single terms and conditions of any app on any website. You will read that and discover just how loose it all is. You know, Snapchat is a, one of those examples where you have that feeling going in. Oh, yeah, I get it. You know, my pictures go away in eight seconds. And then all of a sudden you're like, oh, but those have to be stored on the server somewhere. And I didn't think about that or didn't read the terms and conditions in advance. The thing about our technology, the thing about this era right now is if you are concerned about privacy, you need to read everything and then you will start to make yourself little tinfoil hats. <laughs> That's what's going to happen. <laughs> if you uh, are not concerned about privacy, you're going to post things that, you know, you feel comfortable with being shared. And that's what it comes down to. I'd rather just give up my privacy and just click the little box and not have to read. That's really at the end of the day what it comes down to. That's like 98% of people. <laughs> there are a couple of ways people think about privacy anymore uh, with the Internet and apps and things. You can have privacy and it's impossible to have privacy. It seems that there's kind of two ways of thinking. I'm kind of in the middle ground where I choose certain things. Like, for example, on Facebook, every single time I get a friend request, when I accept it, I put them into different categories, friends, close friends or acquaintances. And then I do make my posts based on kind of who I want to see that information, still knowing that someone could take a screenshot and share it. And, you know, it still has to be something you have to be careful about what you put out into what do you call that? The ether. The ethernet. The <laughs> that's the cable. All right. <laughs> the digital space. The digital, yeah, like digital universe. That stuff just goes on and on and on. There was this one lady, and she is she works with hackers. She herself is not a hacker, but she works with them, and they do everything they can to try to stay off the grid and still work with computers so 
this guy from NPR was like going and talking to her and knew where her warehouse was sort of, but it wasn't even labeled and it was in this industrial park. Basically had to walk around looking for any signs. There was no signs anywhere of where this person was. Couldn't just ask Google to navigate there? No, there was no way to do that. Finally finds them because there's a couple guys on their laptop smoking a cigarette outside and they're like, maybe this is them. <laughs> Goes over and the lady comes out and she has a scarf that is knit with silver wrapped around her phone to protect it from being able to be hacked. And when she opens it up, she's got stickers on the cameras and a muter over the microphone because she knows that phones can be tapped. And through a simple program, somebody can turn on your, you know, your microphone and your camera and watch your world without your permission. That's something that is possible these days. That's it, though. That is it. That's what I'm saying. If you really want privacy, you, you have, have to go to that level. You kind of do. even then, you'll miss something. And it's like, I don't have the knowledge or the time to keep my life private. It's just in this world, it's all out there. So, hello world, this is me. Right? And see, okay, here's where it's going to switch around. And I, I don't mean to take this into an uncomfortable level. But as a, as a person who is a Christian, you know, there's part of me that um, I haven't always been a Christian. So now that I am a Christian in my adult life, I have no problems talking about my past and what I've been through because it's part of my experience. It doesn't define who I am today, right. but it certainly has informed who I am today. Sure. And I'm actually okay with that. So when you're talking, though, about like a digital imprint and privacy and all that stuff, it's evidence of your faults. It's a way for people to exploit you. And that's never comfortable. You know, I think about especially teens who are growing up in the next generation and as they are young and making poor decisions and pictures of themselves in all sorts of ways are out there mm -hmm. that they have to deal with the consequences of that if that happens and see what i hope is that as a society we stop like i i read these things about um like a teacher who was a model in her early 20s and was in you know a catalog that had women's clothing in it and so she was doing the catalog portion for you know women's undergarments and is fired for that 15 years later because she was a model in her 20s. I think that's wrong. Yeah. And so that's what's that's what I hope changes about our society is that we stop going, here's evidence that you messed up. And so we're going to hold you accountable for that right now. I hope that stops. But I, even in that instance, did she mess up? No. She was I modeling underwear. I mean, but that's the thing. it's an actual profession. It's No, it wasn't okay. Absolutely was not okay. In my opinion, not okay. I think we just, I think the digital age gives people a different way to get all up in somebody else's business. Do you think maybe we are on the cusp of that changing? Because right so. now, the people, right now, the people who make the, the decisions didn't live with that. Right. In 30 years, the people who are making the decisions, they'll have their own naked pictures on the internet. <laughs> so, do you know what yeah. I'm, you know what I'm saying? No, so, and that's, that's my hope is for this generation that's coming up you know, who is going to be in the digital era, that there's going to be more of an understanding for them. So, for example, you said, you know, they've, they've messed up and there's consequences. I hope that the consequences are for things that, you know, maybe need to actually be dealt with instead of this sort of trite stuff that we seem to be coming across, at least where we're at right now. But I, I really hope that there's going to be change. On the topic of judging people incorrectly, isn't that every single time we judge someone? Because, like, we don't have the perfect gauge for what's right and wrong anyway. 
we have to have rules in society. Judgment is about putting yourself above somebody else. And as far as I've been able to tell, we are all exactly on the same level. Mm -hmm. We come from exactly the same place and we have exactly the same worth and value. Every last one of us. So anytime you judge, you're saying, oh, I might have a little bit more worth and value than you. I think the pressure to judge, at least in this day and age, is really intense, though. Like, for example, uh, an outside source comes in and says, well, aren't you going to get upset about that? And it's like, oh, am I supposed to? Yeah. Now am I being judged because I'm not judging? Right. And I feel like that's something I also hope kind of changes about our society that we get, we feel more comfortable saying, no, I'm choosing not to get upset about that. If you want to get upset about that, feel free to jump right over me and go over there and talk to them about what your offense is. For example, you know, with um, any kind of organization, the NFL right now, a lot of pressure from their sponsors to punish the players who have been in trouble with the law for doing things like abusing their children or abusing their wife, who was once their fiance. They're getting pressure from outside sources to make those decisions. Or even the basketball guy, I can't remember his name, but he made like racist comments. Mm -hmm. You know, he wasn't really in hot water until other people stepped in and said... The owner. You're talking about the the owner owner. of the Clippers. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Other people stepped in and said, this is wrong. Now, I think sometimes you need to have that check from an outside source and you do need to be checked on being wrong because obviously making racist comments and things like that is unacceptable. But can you believe somebody is wrong in something they do without trampling them below your feet without you know putting them at some sort of lower level i think so i think it takes maybe more time and i maybe in today's society everything needs to happen so quickly and whose responsibility does it become to tell them they're wrong i feel like it depends on the situation i feel like if you like if i feel like something that you've done aaron needs to be corrected i should come to you and say i think maybe there's a misstep here And then I need to like release that. And if you want to talk to me about it and say, what do you think is wrong? You know, how how would you have done it? Then I can maybe give my counsel. I think it comes down to the people you've allowed into that space in your life. I've allowed you into that space. Right. I've allowed my parents into that space. Mm -hmm. I've allowed very close friends into that space to correct me. Right. So it comes down to the people you've allowed into your space and the people that you have hurt. I think those are the only two groups of people that have the ability to come to you and say, I think what you did was wrong. So, for example, in the Clipper situation, you know, the players who were put down. Absolutely. I feel like they needed to be a part of that conversation for sure. But there is no part for me to go in and join that fray. You can have an opinion about it. I can have an opinion about racism and I can have an opinion about what somebody did. Mm -hmm. But there's no reason for me to apply any sort of personal a front. A front to it. In fact, I feel like even, and this is where this is where being a Christian and kind of being held to this level is difficult, is you're supposed to still try to have a heart for the person who quote unquote did well, wrong. that's the whole point, you know? right? The whole point is healing. The point is not to see somebody get what they deserve. The whole point is to see somebody change the way that they act so mm-hmm. that they can interact better. And that, that will happen, at least in my experience, that happens when you approach somebody with love and try not to make them mold into who you think they should be, but rather just give your opinion in the hope that, you know, that person will be corrected in time if it's something that's really serious. For example, somebody who's in a position of power who is, you know, uh, demeaning people and putting people beneath them, you know, that person does need to be corrected um, and maybe taken out of power in the case of the Clippers or NFL. I don't know what's going to be happening with the NFL, but these are just people who have such so many eyes on them, so many people are watching them that you want them to 
try to go about it the best way possible. But I agree that the people who should be making the decisions are really close to the inside. But again, that's part of the way technology has made everything everybody's issue because everything is public and everything mm-hmm. is available and anybody can have an opinion on anything it's and give it, anybody's opinion can be given to everybody else. Mm-hmm. It, I mean, the, the whole way that this world is interacting is changing. And I feel like that's an even more important reason why we need to have an instant forgiveness. It needs to be an instant thing. It needs to be instantly releasing your anger and your personal fronts and things like that because People want to have information fast. They want to have decisions fast. They want everything to be pushed quickly. So we just need to, as a culture, I feel like really move that forgiveness and love so much faster to kind of keep up with it all. News moves at light speed now, thanks Mm -hmm. to technology, and therefore so does judgment. That rush to judgment is even faster. Yeah, information, judgment, information, judgment. Yeah, and it's just, it's it will take everything we have in us to say, okay, news can travel fast, but my opinions are still going to be measured. That's difficult because those those opinions pile up so quickly. And it's like there's this deluge of this must be the right opinion because everybody's saying it. And, and it's like, let's, let's stay measured with how we view things. Mm-hmm. I feel like, you know, whether you want to get involved and post comments on public or, you know, write to somebody or speak out about it like you know you and I are speaking about it right now even how we're trying to approach this topic is to have a sense of peace inside this topic and try to stay grounded Um, that's really going to be important as time continues to go on so that you know our imprint on these topics continues to be you know we shouldn't be in positions of judging we shouldn't be pointing fingers we should be trying to relate to people who mess up because we mess up too and go hey is there anything that i can do from you know my end to help the situation get better no matter what happens just to try to like keep it calm and this has been a deep conversation <laughs> with Aaron and Danae on judgment and sports <laughs> really that's the other topic sports I was listening to a podcast recently that was talking about storage of information and that there are these huge sites that have like you can walk um, a quarter of a mile and it's all just banks and banks and banks of storage units for data. Data farms. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Where you data is stored and people pay so much money to have access to the data that's just sitting in there about humanity Every picture that's been posted and every text message that has been sent and all of the tweets. And, you know, there's a lot about our society. And I got to thinking about in 200, 300 years, I will have been a part of the very first sort of push for digital data because things are going to change as far as, you know, the Internet is concerned and, you know, rights and privileges. This whole like frontier of Internet worldwide web is still very very brand new and we're like at the very beginning of it so it's just interesting to think that my digital imprint is going to be uniquely a part of the very first layer of internet i'm I'm gonna be one of those people that was in the first chat rooms you feel like the dinosaur bones that are at the very lowest level of the sedimentary like wait till you get down here (laughs) and my username was angel fire (laughs) (laughs) we've uncovered the angel fire Both of you, Sam. F Y R E. 
Look at me, I'm all the way turned up. I ain't smoking, but my homie in here burnt up. Yeah, so there you go. Shoot the dough is back. No, you have to be more excited than that. <laughs> it just involves raising the pitch. That's all it takes to be more excited. Uh, I am excited to restart this project. And if you are excited, please share with your friends. You can find us on Twitter at Shoe the Dough. You can find us at shoethedough.com. Special thanks to Chris Tilly for the intro outro music. He is still around and still excited to be involved with Shoe the Dough product. One thing, we would love to hear from you on iTunes. Leave a comment there. Uh, and rate the podcast because we would love to pop back into the you know new and noteworthy. I and think now we're probably in the uh, we don't know what happened to them section of iTunes. Right. We want to go back into the oh they're hey. still doing this section. Look. <laughs> so that involves you leaving a comment. Plus, honestly, we just want to know if anybody, like one sole person, is are listening to this there? first <laughs> new episode of Who Shoot the are Dough. You? We're going to keep doing it because we have a good time anyway. Mm-hmm. We would do it if nobody listened. And in fact, maybe we are doing it when nobody's listening. That is true. But you can let us know by commenting, contacting us. I don't think you mentioned the email. No. Shoot the Dough at gmail.com. We'll get straight through to us. We'll take stuff there and maybe we'll mention you on the next podcast. So we'll see you in a week. See, that's all you had to do. That was more excited. Was it? Yeah. We did the whole thing. We did the whole thing, Janae. Well, that was lovely. What's next, Aaron Dicer? What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich, flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today.